Monday, everybody. Welcome back. This is Cosmos MD inviting you to another episode of Sublime Soul Surrender, the last episode of our third season. The last Sunday of every month is an episode where I speak with you alone to share my thoughts about the month, to reflect over all of the different guests that we've had, and to come up with the topic that I'd like to share with you that's close to me. Today, I want to start off by honoring the guests we've had this month. If you've had time to listen to them, we've talked to two people about financial shame, Alison Chamber-Jones and Amanda Peden. And I want to thank them for bringing so much of their wisdom and their experience to our episodes and to really help us navigate these different parts of ourselves and allow ourselves to feel comfortable talking about money, dealing with money, thinking about our relationship with money, and actually create a conduit or a portal to bring in more, the abundance factor. The last episode last week was about drag kings. If you haven't listened, please do. I'm very grateful that we had a time given to us to just explore that aspect of our beings, meaning the ability to play, the ability to tap into other parts of ourselves that may be left unexpressed, and to recognize the joy that comes from identifying with our true selves. So Michelle Zacherson has a beautiful drag persona as Zach Zinya, and we talked about that last week. That was important for me because I came out as gender fluid last year, and a big piece of that was witnessing the Drag King shows. It brought something up inside of my body, like I could actually feel a tingling and I could feel a desire to embody the masculinity I was observing. And it just allows me to recognize how important people are in our lives in ways that may be left subconscious if we don't actually wake up enough to pay attention and to feel it in our body. So I'm grateful that I was able to feel that in my body and was able to move along after that to follow up on what I had felt and spoke with a couple of the other drag kings and then realize that, yeah, I'm actually very much a gender fluid person. I don't see myself as a female identifying body in the world when I talk to people in groups. Yes, I still do use the she pronoun right now, but I'm actually close to dropping that off. I'm not yet sure when. It has to feel right. But what doesn't feel right is being in circles of women and being called as a woman. I love being with people of all genders, and I have plenty of circles I'm with, and those people consider themselves female and refer to ourselves as sisterhoods. And I really appreciate those relationships deeply and actually feel comfortable with the concept of sisters. But this is weird. I don't necessarily feel comfortable with the concept of being called a female. As a group of people, I don't like to be referred to as ladies. I don't like to be referred to as ma'am. When I walk into a space, somebody's going, and that's what I noticed, 
yesterday I walked into a space and somebody said, hello, ma'am. It's natural for them to see somebody that looks female and say female. And that's misgendering. And it's not easy to be in a body that people don't know how you relate to it. It's also not easy to be the other person that's trying to greet maybe a stranger and not know how to gender you. And this is a subtlety of our social interactions that I think we need to start thinking about. How do we talk to people when we don't know them? Meaning if you're a waiter or a waitress or you're a greeter at a store or you're somebody that's welcoming people into a museum. I'm coming up with random ideas, just ways that you see people and you greet them. I think eliminating the ma'am and the, and the sir is a good way to start. Just say, good morning, hello, good afternoon, nice to see you, welcome, and don't use a gender. When you're on stage, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to get rid of that because there are way too many people that are not in those categories. And frankly, I've never liked the name lady. <laughs> I'm just not much of one. I wasn't before when I was female identifying, very much so the tomboy. But what I wanted to say about that is on stage, I said, ladies and gentlemen, welcome everyone. Or come up with terms that you feel welcome a group of people and that also don't make people feel uh, marginalized. Like what I don't think would work for me, I wouldn't want to say royals or, yeah, because that means that people are now elevated to a level of royalty that they may not want. Not everybody likes that. So misgendering, I guess that's what we're going to talk about today. I actually didn't know that that's what we were going to talk about. I was going to talk about Lips, my new workshop series. I'll do that right now quickly. Actually, not quickly. I'll take some time because this is only me talking to all of you. Lips is my workshop series that is coming up in a three weeks. It stands for Liberated Identity and Pleasured Soul. Liberation, identity, and pleasure are the three pillars of my coaching. Cosmic Soul Coaching is the coaching program that I have for clients. And the three pillars are the three things that what it means to have a pillar are the three things that I focus on as a result of the work I do with my clients. And I like people to be able to identify with who they are. That's identity. Through that process, there's liberation of the soul and the body and the mind from anything that we're holding ourselves back from or closeted from. And then pleasure, increasing that bliss, connection with the body, being able to invite in moments where you can really hold yourself together and see what a gorgeous gift you are. So those three things, liberation, identity, and pleasure, I discovered are my pillars. And I was playing with those letters and trying to see what acronym could I come up with? So I came up with pill, which I did not like because I was like, no, this is not medicine coming into this. The doctor piece is not coming into the coaching. So no pill. Then I came up with IPL. And for those of you that are Indian know that, no, that's our cricket leagues. I'm not bringing IPL into my coaching. It's already taken anyway. 
and then lip. And I loved that, but I, it wasn't enough. Lip didn't work. And I love the fact that my coaching has the name soul in it. So lips was perfect. For me, lips is not only how we speak, how we speak using our mouths and speaking, kissing, which is such a gorgeous way of connecting with people. The beauty of somebody's face many times is their smile and the smile are their lips. And you know, it's just a nice way to put my three letters together. And it came up with a great acronym. So the S is the soul, liberated identity and pleasured soul. So my workshop, so this is what I was doing. I came up with these pillars and I came up with this acronym. And then I thought, what am I going to do with lips? And it struck me that I need to do a workshop. I have had this coaching program now for two and a half months. And I haven't really done a lot of public speaking about it. I've had a little bit of stuff on Instagram and Facebook, but not a huge number of interactions with people about it publicly. So a workshop is a great way to invite people to know what I do, to come together, to talk about what I believe is very important as we grow liberation, identity, and pleasure, and connecting with those parts of ourselves. Why don't I create a workshop series? And then I decided I would do them on three different days. So each subject could have its own workshop. They will be free, they'll be one hour long, and they'll be on Zoom. So the first one is Liberation, that's on April 22nd. The second one is Identity, that's on April 29th. And the third one is Pleasure, and that's on May 6th. They're all going to be at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I'm working on the registration links right now in my website so that I can post those so people can register for them. And I would love to see you all there. It would make me so happy to just see my community, people who've been interacting with my posts, people who have been listening to my podcast, people who have just been around in my life and I have not known that they've been watching what I've been talking about on different forms of social media. I'd love to see you all there in person. And there are going to be some fun raffles and there's going to be some great stuff that we'll do together as a group. So I look forward to it. So I want to invite you all to come and spend some time together. So going back to the gendering piece, because that's part of the identity conversation also. The misgendering aspect of a person is a really traumatic and painful experience for people to go through. And there are no ways for people to know what somebody's gender is without asking. Recognizing that is really, really important. As a community, we need to respect people's right to identify as they want. I 100% completely disagree with any regulation that's being passed to say that gender belongs to the politicians or gender belongs to the courts or gender belongs to anybody outside of that person's own fucking body. It doesn't. Gender is one person's 
choice, that body's choice, and that gender can change. People do not get born with their gender. They get born with a outside visible sexual organ or absence of one, and that becomes the sex that we as doctors give a human at birth. So it is a sex assigned at birth. But gender identity, that is a social construct. That is something we grow into as we live. As young people, we know a little bit about how we relate to the world as a gendered human around three, two, between two and three years old, that young. A child will start to recognize their gender, but they may not have the faculties to say to you how they feel. So we put so much on kids with gender, like gender reveals when people are pregnant, the excitement about the sex of a child before they're born, with the ultrasounds and trying to guess, and then the designing and the decorating of rooms and getting kids different toys and different colors based off of the society's norm that has been created around gender. And I think that's traumatic. And I'm not doing this to diss anybody or to take away anybody else's joy that they've had around celebrating the gender of their child. So this is not meant to hurt or harm, but it is meant to educate. Is it really in the best interest for us to get that excited about an organ before a child is born that then results potentially in that child living a life for others and not for themselves to live up to the expectations of a guardian or guardians and then to have to undo all of that when they recognize that that's not how they identify. It doesn't feel right, right? If you take a second and think about it, it doesn't feel right. So is it possible for us to unlabel gender for children before they're born? To get rid of the blue and pink. Purple. Blue and pink together make purple, which is why a lot of the queer community loves purple. It's a blend. Can we get out of our heads about what we think people should like to do or feel gravitated towards if they identify as one type of gender? Like, really? I loved getting my knees skinned when I was young. I did not like dresses. I loved being the coolest kid arm wrestling. I remember I was called Muscles. I was in India. I was in ninth grade. And I would arm wrestle with, at that time, it was one of the boys that arm wrestled. And I arm wrestled all of them. And I beat them all. So they called me Muscles. I was so proud of it. I would play basketball and break with a skirt. We had a uniform. I had to wear a skirt and I hated it. 
And I did not care that I was jumping high wearing a skirt. And I was a really good athlete when I was young. Now I can't throw a basketball for my life. But at that time, I was good. I know now that I was not identifying as a female in my soul. I was seen as female externally and presented myself as female because I did not know any better. Don't know what would have changed in my life had I decided to pay attention. I don't even know if I had the knowledge, even if I had paid attention, to know what to do with that. I probably had no idea. I mean, we're talking about the 80s and in India. But nowadays, there's a lot more resource for people, young ones. They are so much more aware of who they are and how they interact with the world than I was when I was younger. I'm 48, so go back in time. And I just really want us to see a better world. I don't like what we're doing in all of the different parts of this country. I'm in the United States of America and to see that in this country in 2022, we still hurt people and shut people down for how they identify. It gets me so rattled. And I know around the globe, we have countries that do not allow people to express themselves. When are we going to change? So my world that I can interact with, I'm trying to make a change by posting these types of messages having this conversation with all of you here and living the life that I do, hoping that if that ripple effect happens and enough people start to really see this as something that we must all embrace, which is allowing people to be who they are, why the fuck do we want them to be anything else? The change will happen. I'm hopeful before I die that these fucked up rulings will disappear and that we will honor every individual as they present. So that is my message for today. If you have anybody in your life that is queer, send them a message today. Tell them you see them. Tell them you love them and celebrate them because they need to be celebrated. I thank all of you for being here today with me. I love all of you. Thank you for showing up, being here with me in community every week. You are going to have a really exciting month coming up of great speakers. And we will be having a queer month. Every week is going to be a different person. So please show up. And listen to next Sundays. I can't wait to get into our fourth season. Every month is a new season, by the way, in case you all didn't figure that out. And I just hold you all with lots of love and enjoy the rest of your day, afternoon, evening, night, morning, wherever you are, sending you loads of kisses. And with that, I will bid you all a goodbye. Hope I see you all at Lips. Bye, everybody.